Welcome to Meaningful, Measurable Marketing. I'm Jen Carroll. And I'm Annalisa Hilliard. We are marketing strategists with the Data Dames, D-A-T-A-D-A-M-E-S. If you like what you hear today, you can find us at datadamesmarketing.com. You can also find us on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter at Gen C Writer. And I'm on Twitter at A Hilliard M. So we've arrived at our final episode in the Yes Buts series, Yes Yes Buts in Digital Marketing. Today we're going to be talking about data analytics. But before we get into that, let's talk about what are we drinking, Annalisa? I want to say that this is going to be the best of the Yes But series because obviously you saved the best for last. Yes. And, and we are the Data Dames. Correct. All right. Nice. So what are we drinking? We should be on our second cup of coffee, but when I went upstairs um, to pour coffee into my mug for my second cup, there was hardly any left. So oh, yeah, the French press was... Who did such a thing? I don't know. I wonder. <laughs> I didn't try to rob you. Yeah. So anyway, we're... I'm on my cup and one quarter of coffee. <laughs> And so, yeah, we're not really drinking anything, you know, interesting. It's, it's you know, the typical, our typical uh, coffee. But. It's good coffee. It's great coffee. Actually, well, yeah. I mean, because don't I, be. Because I made it, but. Don't be putting down our coffee. This is yeah. better than any coffee that you can get yeah. most places. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying we're not featuring some new coffee shop or anything no but we could talk about a distillery that we recently visited that is worthy of awareness and that would be western reserve distillers in cleveland the handcrafted artisanal distillers organic organic um and all that being said it also tastes fantastic yeah, they're in uh, Lakewood, and we had a flight of gin, right? A couple of their gins. Couple gins. We had we have a couple bourbons, and we had a we tried the rum also, the silver rum. Wow, let me just say, that was. I believe though they're impressive. not bourbons. I believe they're whiskey because it's not Kentucky, right? It doesn't have to be Kentucky no. for a bourbon to be made. Mm, I don't it, know. For, anyway, to, for it to we'll be Kentucky into, bourbon, yeah, that's correct. We'll, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> right. I. But I think. Anyway. That's, oh dear. This is not what we're here for, right? No. You guys don't want to hear about this, but. Uh, anyway, yes, they have great, um, great drinks. Uh, the flight. Uh, each of the different liquors that we tasted on their own were really, really good. Um, and then I had a mixed drink. That was also very good. But yeah, if you're in Lakewood, Ohio, ever, um, or nearby, definitely worth uh, stopping at Western Reserve Distillers. Nice. So our small business shout-out today is going to be colleague Kathy Kalp Posner of... Transition Consulting and Coaching. I almost forgot what her business name was because I always think of her as Kathy Posner. I mean, what else? Um, Kathy is an exceptional 
career coach, and she also does some leadership and organizational training. She's phenomenal with resumes, with working on your LinkedIn profile, with, and even more importantly, I think helping you for a, for a career change. Yeah. Um, well, you're right in careers and transition, and even you know, obviously that's a big topic right any now. Transition, right into a career, right? But I and right, she does work with uh, college students. Mm-hmm. But I was also thinking specifically you may not be in the middle of a career transition, but you might be imagining what one would look like. And she's a, a yeah, great... wishing you had something, a different job. Yeah. And so she's a great person to consult with if that's where you're at as well. So in all of those circumstances. And an all-around great person. Yes, definitely. So kudos, Kathy Kaltposner. her website is transitionconsultingandcoaching.com. That's a long one. Take it slow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let your fingers get crisscrossed. <laughs> that would be just look up Kathy Culp Posner. You'll yeah. that works too. Well, we as I we mentioned at the at the start of the show, this is our fourth and final. <laughs> that was my own. That was my own sound, sound effect. effect. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we have a crying one. So, anyway. but we should true. But this is your favorite. But it's over. Oh. This is the last one. Yeah, but we're moving on to other really cool and exciting That's things. That's true. So we've this won't be the last time we talk about data. No, no, I don't think we're ever going to stop talking about data. Yeah. So fourth episode of our yes buts and yes buts in digital marketing. I always forget adding digital marketing for some reason. But the reason that we have done this series is a lot of clients and and people that we you know, that we, that we talk with frequently ask, should we do this technique? Should we do this tactic? Should we, are you know, these, you know, is SEO good or, you know, should I be doing that right now? And the answer to those are always yes, but you need to have some, uh, take some time for some important considerations before you jump in on those, on those strategies and tactics. So the first one that we covered was search engine marketing, the paid side of of uh, digital marketing. Um, and then we hit Annalisa's second, or actually maybe, it, I don't know, is it your, do you prefer SEO over data analytics or? No. Ah, uh, okay. <clears throat> so her second. But they thing, go hand in hand. Yes, they do. So, and actually all. So they all work together nicely. They do. So SEO. Like her a holistic s- thing, you know. Which is what we emphasize. Recommend. I know. Um, so SEO is her second favorite topic. Uh, we did that as well. And our last episode of Yes Buts, we covered content and social media, which is... I think I took a nap during that one. Um, actually, I think you talked an awful <laughs> lot during oh, that one. Oh, that's right. I had to play the interviewer. <laughs> right. That's right. That's yeah. usually my job. But yeah, so we, uh, so we hit content and social media. And so today, data analytics. So... Because oh. I had to, guys. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I just can't resist. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Well, let's talk about one of the most important pieces about data and one that you know, ties I, I my think... tongue every time. Statistically significant data. Mm-hmm. What's that all about? Right. So um, we often work with small businesses, but... 
when you're talking like super small businesses, like solopreneur size, or even really us, um, if you take our business, for example, our website obviously doesn't get thousands of hits <gasps> a month. I know. What? I know. I've been looking at the data. Mm. It's very sad. <laughs> but because no. I like numbers and <laughs> there's not a lot of them in there. <laughs> But I mean, so is it really, I was going to say, is it sad or are we simply talking about the facts? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously it's always good to know what's going on on your site and any kind of data analytics is better than none uh, when you're looking to see what's happening. And so Google Analytics is a great tool because it's free uh, to have set up on your site and then you're able to, you know, see how much traffic you're getting and where that traffic is coming from and what devices people are using. Um, and that can give you a lot of insights just in and of itself. But when you're talking about doing testing to know whether or not something that you implemented is, if you're going in the right or wrong direction, it's really hard for smaller sites that don't get a lot of traffic mm -hmm. to do that testing and to base any kind of strategy going forward upon that data. Mm -hmm. So is, so that's the yes, I, you know, the yes, let's, you should have, in other words, you're saying you should have data, you, right. you should be, you know, getting, you should have it set up on your site, no matter what the size of your business. But as for how, much it influences your business decisions, you're saying it might not be statistically significant enough on, Correct. on sites. What would you say, you know, I guess, how, where does it rise to the level of statistically significant? That's a great question. And I don't think that there is a hard and fast answer to that. I think it just depends. And I mean, I'm sure like scientifically there's an, an answer for that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't have like a hard and fast answer. Do you need to rise the level of like hundreds of of visits in a month? It, you know, is it like you need more? Probably. I guess it, mm -hmm. Okay. All right. I mean, again, probably depends on what you're trying to test, what information you're trying to gather, and what decision you're trying to make based on that information. I think all those things are are factored into what is statistically significant. So that's the first. Yes, but to consider, is it statistically significant? The second yes to data, but is what's worth collecting? What, you know, data can be overwhelming and, and apparently it can be underwhelming <laughs> depending on the size of your, uh, you know, the size of your business and the traffic your site gets. But what is worth collecting when we're talking about data? Well, it depends on what your objectives are. Uh, we all, we come back to that at least once every uh, podcast. People are probably tired of hearing it, but it's true. And we're not even just talking about marketing objectives. We're talking about even bigger ones, which is the direction you want your overall business to go. So big time, right. big, big picture objectives. But when we're talking about data analytics and a website, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, whatever ties into your website objectives. Mm -hmm. Um, is what you're going to want to build your your reports around, you know, what 
what metrics do you need to look at in order to determine whether you're you're achieving or, or moving in the right direction of those objectives? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of tools out there. Um, there's a lot of are there more? I guess are there more paid tools than there are. There are a lot. I mean, yes, analytics, I would say over the last 10 years has really grown, um, especially when it comes to like talking about marketing and websites. Uh, Obviously, Google has their free tool, Google Analytics. Didn't Um, who just came out? Was it um, Microsoft? Microsoft. Yep. Just came out with their clarity. Clarity. Yeah. Which I know you've been playing around with a little bit. And there's probably some other free ones. Google is obviously the the most well known mm-hmm. and and most used. Mm-hmm. Uh, and each of those platforms, if you're a, a big site and have like enterprise level traffic, you have to kind of get into. You're forced to go into um, like Google Analytics paid platform, which is Google Analytics 365, mm. or uh, Adobe Analytics. Mm-hmm. It's a paid platform. And there's there's a ton of paid platforms depending on, again, what you're trying to measure. You know, every tool, like anything else that you use a tool for, um, has their, you know, strengths and weaknesses. Uh, so it's really dependent on what you're trying to measure. Well, and Google just, I guess I feel like it's almost like a rebrand sort of, but they were going with Web Plus App. Right, which was App plus a, web. App, oh, sorry, App plus web, and now they're calling that Google Analytics four. What's, Correct. I guess, what's the the deal there with their new approach? Yeah, so uh, obviously, um, analytics has been around long enough that things are transitioning mm-hmm. um, into kind of the next generation of analytics, um, and part of that push is coming from. Uh, privacy laws, and I think we talked about this mm-hmm. or alluded to this in one of the other episodes. Yeah, I think so. Um, but with um, people wanting their personal information to be mm-hmm. kept uh, more private and and not being able to be used to be remarketed to or or advertised to, so with that transition or with that um, new. Focus on privacy. Focus. Mm -hmm. They've had to develop, you know, new products and and App Plus Web and and why it was called that originally is um, it worked with Firebase and it was able to help you collect data across different platforms. So if you had an app, obviously, Mm -hmm. and then a website, yeah, you were able to kind of track track users across the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently they felt like that name wasn't quite clear enough so we had to yeah and I think it's just because again it's the direction that analytics is is going in overall it's not like hey you have a you have a choice between you know collecting app and web data or just collecting web data it's gonna be you know they've kind of merged it mm-hmm. to be More one integrated. product yeah and there's there's a lot to be known about Google Analytics for it's in beta, it's in testing, um, and and that's what I'm doing with it. I'm uh, have clients set up, and I'm I'm starting to learn, you know how to how to best set up Google Analytics for. 
I guess we'll next chapter. You'll have to yeah, give it. You'll have to give coming what, down. Yeah, coming down the pike. Well, you said we wouldn't be done talking about data, so that's right. We'll be like we'll probably have a whole episode at least. Oh, on Google just Analytics one, for, right? Just one. <laughs> Um, so we talked about what tools are important. Once you, you know, once you've established the tools, your tool or tools you're going to use that the big question is what's worth collecting. That was, that's huge. Right. So that's, that's a consideration and obviously something that whoever you're working with on your digital strategy should be established from the start of that Mm -hmm. strategy and obviously can be adjusted as as you kind of get into implementation and you see what's working, what isn't, what opportunities there might be to make improvements, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera. And so, you know, that should be, that should be guided. Obviously, you know what you want from your, to get out of your website. Um, and the strategy, uh, the strategist should bring to the table um, their knowledge of what data needs to be collected in order to measure uh, the success of those, those implementations. Yep. Yeah. Well, that really kind of brings us to our third point, which you've kind of really already summarized a little bit, um, the need for um, having focus with your data, um, understanding how it aligns with the strategy that you've mapped out, and then obviously, you know, collecting and analyzing the outcomes. Because, you know, if there's one thing that's um, important I know to every marketer or should be important to every marketer is how is what I'm doing impacting m- impacting the business that I work for. Um, I mean, in just like bottom line kind of way, that could be sales. I mean, that's that's a it's a huge business impact. But there are other ways that um, marketing can and should be you know, making an impact on your business and then, you know, what what outcomes show that that's actually happening. I mean, you know. There's a lot of, I mean, obviously with with analytics platforms and I mean, I know Google Analytics probably the best of all of them. There are hundreds of different reports, um, different ways you can slice data, different things. Obviously, you can, you can add custom tracking through... Uh, Google Tag Manager to to track things that Google doesn't track out of the box, which I highly recommend. And again, that should be something that your um, digital strategy team or uh, your digital uh, analytics team should be helping with. But really, there's so much data and and reporting and ways to look at the data that it's important to be as focused as possible with the strategy and setting those goals or setting, setting the metrics that you're going to track at the beginning, like we just talked about. Mm -hmm. Well, was it uh, Avinash Kaushik, whose Mm -hmm. famous term is the data puke? Right. How little value that brings to. Right. You can talk all day about data and numbers and looking at things different ways, but at the end of the day, it's like, so what? So you have to, you have to um, define the so what from the beginning. Yeah. Because you can spend a lot of time, um, and your analytics team can spend a lot of time creating reports um, and looking at data, but it's so important to focus. Yeah. Just trying to think if there was a good example that we could come up with. 
Well, I mean, I guess what comes to mind is not necessarily a specific example, but anytime you're redeveloping a website, one of the critical things before you start or at the very start of talking about redevelopment is to look at Google Analytics to see, you know, what are your top pages? How are people engaging with those pages? Um, what are the goals of those pages and are those goals being met? Are people kind of moving through the site in the way that you want them to? And so when you answer those questions or you think about those questions, um, you should be able to go into Google Analytics and look at the data and see if, you know, those the data that should be kind of telling a story and giving recommendations for the redevelopment whether it's, hey, sticking to this site architecture that's working or it's making these changes or it's, you know, reorganizing the way that the pages are structured, uh, et cetera. And that speaks to a, a previous episode that we, that we had um, where we talked about um, the difference between website marketers uh, website designers and website developers. Designers, you know, make the website look pleasing to the eye and, you know, um, and then the developer, you know, implements the code. And that's usually where most companies start with their website redevelopment. They start with the design and the and then the code and they forget the the, the importance of the marketing piece, which mm -hmm. is, again, what, a, what data analytics can bring to the table. So, I mean, in summary, uh, thinking about you know, your yes buts with data analytics, the importance of statistically significant data, um, knowing what you should be collecting and what tools you should be using to collect that data, and then having your focus, your strategy, and your outcomes all in line. Those are, those are pretty key. Indeed. So that brings us to our last segment. Yeah. What are we learning which we also now have included, what is bringing us joy or what's bringing us energy right mm -hmm. now. For me, I'm returning a little bit to something that I used to do a lot more of years ago, um, and that is writing a little bit of poetry. Uh-oh, watch out, Shakespeare. <laughs> I don't think Shakespeare has anything to worry about. But something so completely different than what I do on a daily basis is incredibly refreshing. I know that's kind of a theme that we've had with this segment, you know, needing that that time away, whether it's in nature or just giving your brain a break. Um, yeah, poetry is just a, a completely different way of thinking. And what I love about it, I think, is that Every word in a poem is um, has has meaning, and and you know, so it, it. I guess I get like all obsessive compulsive because I'm I'm just you know I'm thinking on a very granular level when I'm when I'm writing poetry about every word that's that's going on the page and um, pentameter. Oh, <laughs> iambic pentameter. Iambic, right? <laughs> that's just one. Um, there's many meters. We won't even go there. Okay. <laughs> we won't even go to all those meters, but. Um, Are there multiple pantameters or just iambic? Um, there are different types of. Oh Lord, you're killing, you're <laughs> okay, killing me here. That's where a whole nother. Oh, uh, she's like podcast and not in the day to day. No, realm, no, so. she's taking me back like <laughs> twenty five years to to all my English classes. Okay. But uh, yeah, so well, great. 
Yeah. So what are you doing? What are you reading? I am reading books about making better cocktails. Oh, wait, wait. Because, because, I know. I know that that is learning. And then also the outcome will be joy. (laughs) I'm trying to hit two birds in one stone. And you are doing a marvelous job. Yeah. So I just, uh, I just ordered some new bar gear. Oh, uh, oh, we're even going to the gear. Yeah, to make like those little citrus peel twists, curly things. Ooh. Um, but it's interesting because it's actually similar to Samin Nasrat's book, Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, and talking about the... Which we've highlighted before. Yes, the basics, the components, uh, the foundations of making good drinks. And there's different things that make up that foundation. Yeah, and then once you know... One of the things being quality ingredients. I was going to say, once you know, then you can feel free to experiment, right? That's Right, that's then of... you can kind of adjust based on your your preference. So, yeah. obviously, I like strong drinks. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> also, maybe... It might be just 2020, you but... You know, a little sour or sweet. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Those things you can kind of tweak or uh, adjust as as you like. And I think, you know, a great part of, of that whole process is um, there's even a little bit of money savings in it. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe. I guess what the gear, but. Savings in it that you're making it at home versus yes. getting it out. But And so much better, most honestly, most of the time. So I don't know where all the great bartenders have gone, but yeah. Where have all the cowboys gone? Uh, I don't want to know about that. <laughs> Isn't that a song? Probably. From the 90s? Come Maybe. on, you should I, know that. I don't. Oh, oh, wow. We've got a little... <laughs> now you know, right? A you little, know that song. I don't think I do. Maybe. What? I, I was... Oh, my gosh. Okay. The... <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah, so I'm going to be making great drinks and... I'm going to be writing Maybe great poetry. Maybe you'll benefit from that. Oh, if I, I hope so. If I, yeah, if I make a drink for you. but um, I would love that. Thank yeah. you. I didn't offer to yet. I just oh, said if. I, I jumped the gun on that. Yeah. All right. And that wraps this episode up. That wraps up another episode of Meaningful, Measurable Marketing. I'm Jen Carroll. And I'm Annalisa Hilliard. You can find us at datadamesmarketing.com. That's D-A-T-A-D-A-M-E-S marketing.com. You can find us on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter at Gen C Writer. And I'm on Twitter at A Hilliard M. Thanks. <laughs>